0: What's going on, everybody? It's time for DLS. Central Damon Smith in the house, and of course we we start out with the NFL and we're gonna take some assorted takes uh or like a you know like you get with the assorted bags of chips from the grocery store we do assorted takes on different sports, so uh, we're gonna talk a little bit of everything, but we always gotta start off with the NFL last week. It's always fun, but it was a heartbreaker uh cause again once again my browns blew it <laughs> they blew it this was a game that they needed to win i mean you you had the chargers on the ropes and we just we we failed to capitalize on it we jumped out to a 14 to 3 lead in the first half then we let them score 14 in the second then we let them score 10 in the third we kept getting 7 and 7 and we still had a a brief lead on them, but then we let them get the late field goal, um, and and then we couldn't. It's like we we let them get a field goal in the fourth. Uh, I don't know if it was late or anything, but we let them get a field goal in the fourth, and then we missed our field goal. Like we had them, like because they made they they didn't uh, manage their clock well, um, and so we were that gave us one last gasp. To go ahead and win it, and to the Browns' credit, they were able to get into field goal range. Um, Give them credit; like they they worked to get into field goal range, um, and Cade York missed it. I mean, it's and it's tough as Cleveland. It was probably a little windy, but Cade York was missing. He, he was missing kicks, and then we needed this one, and then he he blew it, and so it's just kickers. They're they're feast or famine. They're, you're either happy to have them on a team, like when you have like a, a, a Tucker uh, on Baltimore, but you're you're also just in pain if you don't have one that can be consistent, like a K. York. Uh, he just he he's he struggled. He can't. He he's been having a hard time making them consistently and they've been and it cost us this game. Uh but it's not the only reason why we lost. The main reason why we lost was because our defense is still ha- has our defense still has major issues to give up big cho- big chunks of points in a football game like they gave up is just not healthy. I mean, we to 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 give up fourteen points in one quarter and then ten points in another, you're it doesn't help you. You're you're not you're you're not playing good football from a defensive perspective when you allow that. Um, and these are these are are major gaps that teams are taking advantage of. And for, quite frankly, our defensive coordinators and and, and this is our head coach to um all of the coaching staff that that uh, has anything to do with the defense they're not doing a good job of making adjustments and patching up those holes uh in our defensive uh you know in our defensive wall so especially at the at the uh the the defensive back position because we're getting burned <laughs> uh and and that that's been what the seasons look like but then today we let Eckler run wild from a running game perspective, which was not great either. And so when you look at I mean he we gave up 173 yards on 16 carries to Eckler. That's terrible. I mean Chubb had 17, he had 134 yards rushing. He had two touchdowns and it's like we wasted a really good game by him because we can't defend. And there's also something to be said about Jacoby Brissett. I think Brissett's cool. I like Brissett. Um, I think he's one of the better backups that we have in the NFL. But he's a backup for a reason. And <laughs> the past few games, yeah, he won the game on Monday Night Football. We give him props for that. But then you see the other games that that, uh, that he's played and while he does, while he he minimizes, he he really works hard to minimize the mistakes that he makes. When he does make a mistake, it's it's at a crucial time. Um, it's either failing to to make the play to win the game, or it's turning the ball over at the at the worst possible time. Um, there, you know that interception late. I believe that that went a, a long way to cost us the game as well because it just it killed a lot of the momentum, and and then and and the main thing was it's like when when he threw that if he had more instinctive awareness. He probably could have figured out a way to to make a play to get in the end zone himself without maybe even having to throw the ball, um, or to to be at least be wise and and maybe throw, just throw it away. But it just he 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 uh, threw a pick at the wrong time, and that that contributed to it. But again, there are, there are many reasons that you can say why you know why we lost the game and why we could have won it and we should have won that game, um, but. The defense is—it's been the defense in times past. I feel like it's—it's it's been more of offense to blame because there there's been a long time uh, there there's been so like if you go back between the 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 uh, the 2000s like when the Browns resurrected up until now we've had many seasons where we just haven't had that many offensive weapons uh, or we would start out with good offensive weapons and then they would get hurt. And then next thing you know, we're in a situation where we can't compete because everybody that we have is injured and we don't have any other skilled quality players and we just get ran over. Uh, but in in this case, we have offensive weapons. We 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 can score. And I felt like our defense was okay. I mean, we lost. We lost Anthony Walker. Um, you know, he was he was a really key member of our defense for the to the year for uh, you know a torn quad. Um, and when you have that, uh, I believe they said he was the quarterback of the defense. When you lose that, it creates a lot of a lot of issues. But I didn't know it was going to be this big of a drop off. <laughs> I mean, good grief. But now it's a situation where we can put we can put points on the board, but we're giving up more points than we're putting up. And that that's that's on our defense. That's on Miles. Uh, that That's on that's on, uh, you know, the warden. That's on Denzel Ward. That's on a lot of other players that we have uh, that that on from a defensive perspective should be defending. Uh, the the land a little, you know, like better than we have. I mean, these the games that we lost are going to are going to bite us in the behind uh, because we, we really did have a path to being four and one at least. Um, and now we've blown it. We're two and three. We play the Patriots this upcoming week, this upcoming Sunday. Patriots aren't bad. Patriots are bad. They they have their issues. I I still don't want to say the Patriots are a good team. <laughs> but they're not a terrible team. Uh they they do have um things that they can do to to disrupt other teams. Their defense is, is pretty solid, which does help them uh because of the offensive uh issues that they've been experiencing from an injury standpoint. Uh but and they're kind of rebuilding their their uh their Their skill, their skill set in that department, but they just wh- they whipped up on the lions pretty good, uh, twenty nine to nothing. So and, and they made uh, the lions made Zappy look like he was a pro. Uh, so that that's another bummer just that the lions couldn't score at all, and they've been and they've been putting up. When you look at the point totals that the lions have been putting up the past couple of like the, just this whole season you're like how how do you how how can you not put up any points like they for the eagles the eagles are can, are considered probably one of the top uh like four teams in the in the league right now they put up 35 on the eagles they lost they they beat the commanders. They put up 36 on the commanders. They put up 24 against the Vikings. They lost. That was a tough one. They put up 45 points against the Seahawks. Of course, they gave up 48. But you you have all those point totals and you can't score against the Patriots, who yes, their defense is good, but it's not that good. I mean, you, you can probably give some uh some kudos some major kudos to Bill Belichick for it, but that's a huge drop off. So it's just something where I expected more from the Lions in that game. I thought it would be an evenly matched game. And uh now the Lions are sitting at one and four and um they're out of it. They're out of it. I mean, f- some folks will say, oh, they were never in it. I mean, <laughs> and there's a case to be made for that. Um, but they're they're out of it now uh, because they they squander things. And I'm going to call it for the Browns, too. They are out of it. Um, their their schedule is not going to get easier. It's actually going to get tougher. And <clears throat> with the way their defense is playing, it's – they're not gonna survive this stretch. I'm just gonna call it. They're not gonna survive this stretch because let, let's go to schedule again. Got to play Patriots this Sunday, and while it's at home, I'm not confident that that Cleveland can 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 beat the Patriots now, especially since they've done they've given up so much to. Uh, it's like they they've lost to the Chargers the way they did. Um, and and the Falcons, the way they did, I just I don't have confidence in in that team to come in them to come through. I love them, but I, I just I can't guarantee that that's when it, sh- it, it is a winnable game. I feel like they can if they're if they're disciplined and they play well, um, they can beat the Patriots. It just it's hard to be confident about it based on what we've seen. I mean, they gave they lost to the Jets. I mean, yes, the Jets aren't. You know the the Jets are frisky, but they should have lost to the Jets. Um, and then you you know then they go Baltimore. Baltimore is, is is in the mix for top four team in the league. Um, then then they got to play the Bengals. Bengals are tough. And then they got now Dolphins. They might have a reprieve because. Things have changed with the Dolphins as of late, as it relates to you know their quarterback and um, and I don't know what type of shape Tyreek Hill's in, but I feel like the Dolphins is probably more of a winnable game now. I didn't think it was at first. Of course, we have to go to Miami, but it's more of a winnable game. But then they got to play the Bills, <laughs> then the Bucks. So you got you got Josh Allen. Then you gotta go play Tom Brady. So that that's a tough stretch. I mean you you play all of the perennial quarterback. And I mean of course if you have to play Tua, it's if he's if he's really good, then that's tough because you you're playing a murderer's role from a quarterback perspective. That's, that's Lamar Jackson. That's Joe Burrow. If Tua's back, then it's Tua. It, then you go to Buffalo. You got to play Josh Allen. Then you got to, uh, then you got to host Tom Brady. So that's five. That's a tough stretch. You got to play, you got to play all those, all those good quarterbacks, uh, The jury's still out on two, But you got to play four of of the five best quarter Like four of the five of of what people consider Among the better And you know For some would say best quarterbacks in the league uh, In that stretch And not including Aaron Rodgers They don't play Green Bay this year Uh, But if they they play Green Bay Then you got to put Green Bay in that mix But Then they you know their their one breather point which i don't even know if you can call it a breather now because the texans uh even though you're it doesn't feel like they have weapons you're just like how are they in these games how are they, <laughs> how are they winning some of these games it's it's bizarre uh, it's hard to explain that uh, but i don't want to say that the texans is just an automatic w uh, with the way our defense is playing it should be but you can't you can't really guarantee that now, uh, but then they gotta go Bengals again, then Ravens again, and I think that their schedule gets light in, um, like from Christmas on, because they get, they go Saints, they go Commanders, and they go Steelers. Those should be winnable games, but the way the the way things are looking by that point. It won't matter um, that those last three games are more light because they'll be in so such disarray after that murderous row of good teams <laughs> that I just ran down. So this is it's a tough year. I, I definitely don't uh, recommend that they put Deshaun in the game. I I could be wrong, and I and I understand if, if folks would object to that, but. I just don't think it's worth it. Let him start let him let him start fresh next year. Uh he can get those 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 off season reps, he can get those preseason reps, and then he can get into a rhythm. I wouldn't throw him in the middle of the season um when it doesn't look like we're gonna we're gonna be making a playoff. So unless something crazy happens. I mean, there's always room for 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 something crazy to happen, but I just don't see it. So (laughs) that is that. That's the rundown of the Browns. That's my lament on on my Cleveland Browns, uh, you know, but I, I, I still I still love them. But it just I got to be objective, you know, I don't want to be a delusional, a delusional fan. I got to be objective. It's not looking good for them uh, going forward. It's because of their play. And I think they did it to themselves uh, because the games that they lost, all of them were winnable. So it's on them. They messed themselves up here. Now, um, Thursday, October uh, 6th. Can be characterized as one of probably the worst games uh, that have been played in the NFL, <laughs> and, and that was Colts Broncos. Colts win it twelve to nine, but it was not exciting. Both teams were frustrating to watch um, for different reasons, but the fact that the Colts won this in overtime is is a testament that Broncos just they really have a lot of issues and I still don't want to blame Russell Wilson, even though everybody else in the world is blaming them just because they have to kind of get it together. Um, But at the same time, he, the honeymoon is definitely over uh, with him. And I don't even know if the honeymoon started um, with, with him and and the Broncos. I, I don't really think that they, that they, they were optimistic about it. And it is something to be said. Um, Unless Russ plays better, he's just few. He's adding fuel to the fire of those that say he's just he just doesn't have it anymore Um, and that he's 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 declining as a quarterback. And the only way to to turn that around And I love, I love Russ. He's he's a positive guy. He's a believer in Christ. Um, You know, he's family guy. Um, You know, we I do believe that he he uh, loves the sport and really puts dedication and and energy and time into it. It's just he. There, there are limits. That there are limits and there are levels as it relates to uh, to success on the field and ability. And so it you it the way he's been playing as of late. You can't help as a fan, as one that watches the game to say, man, you know, has he has he hit the wall uh, as uh, my pastor Brent preached the last week? Um, has he hit the wall? Has he come to his limit? And again, it's on Russ to prove that he has to answer that question. People are going to talk. Because they're just going based on what they see on the field. Uh we got camera, we got analytics, we can slow this thing down. We 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 got all these, you know, the scientific analysis and, and all these things that we that we have to analyze the game and the eye test and it just it all it doesn't look good. And so whether there's an excuse for it that that he feels is justified or or not they got turned around or it's going to get worse. And those voices are going to get louder and they see, you no know, um, things are going to go sideways for rush for Russ, And he may, and it may be difficult for him to recover. So he's got to answer the bill. He's got to figure it out. He just got to get it. And uh, he's got to, I don't even want to say prove the naysayers wrong, but he's just got to play better football. If you play better football, if you t- if you recognize where you're going wrong and you tighten up those mistakes and you communicate with your team cuz it's a team sport uh, and and y'all rally together and and he finds out you know what works best for his receivers and you know linemen and running backs it the offense is going to turn around they've got the talent i just there there's probably some scheming issues that need to be corrected and Yes, Russ plays his best when he's rolling out, but I I also think that his offensive line isn't good, and they're they're really not protecting him properly, and and he really doesn't have time. Again, he the the problem with that that Russ has always had to deal with is even in Seattle, he's kind of had to run for his life, and yes, he he's good at improv at uh improvising improvisation, there we go. Um but he, a quarterback should not have to improvise on every play. Um but he's he's out there running for his life because they can't block. <laughs> so there's something going on, you know, with that. Um but yeah both teams look terrible but shockingly enough Colts get the win and so and that, that kind of keeps them viable in that AFC South. Uh Broncos they're they're losing ground in the AFC West, so they're, it's still early for them to figure things out. But they, you know, they they got a lot to turn around. Giants, the shocker of the day, beat the Packers, and they're four and one now. I and even though they're four and one. They're st- I'm still not calling them good. I I I know it's like they're they're shocking teams and they, and and they they've only lost one game so far. I just I still don't believe in the Giants. <laughs> I believe in Sa- I, I'm, Saquon Barkley's great, and to me they he's the he's one of the main reasons why they're a great team because they can they they can really um, he gives them an identity and they can build their offense around him but i just again i i feel like teams are beating themselves more than the giants like just beating teams and we just got i just want to see some more i got to watch it play out now if we get if we get to the season and to like deeper in the season and they're like 8 and 1 or 7 and 2 or something like that then um or even six and three, if they can, if they're six and three, uh, a little earlier in the season, it's like okay, it's a, I, I can, I, I might believe a little bit more, but I just, I can't do it right now. I feel like the Packers are just off they're, They have issues that they got to work out. Uh, so I just, I, I can't go that far as to say they're good, but they're definitely surprising, and they're, and I know for New York fans, they're probably a breath of fresh air. A Bills they whooped up on on the Steelers, as they should have. <laughs> Your Buffalo Steelers are the worst team in the league, and uh, it's because they just they really you know this is a really down year for them, and so Buffalo should have taken care of business, and they and they did. I mean they they beat them down. They scored twenty one points in the second quarter after scoring ten in the first, so the game was pretty much over by halftime, and there wasn't we we all knew that the Steelers weren't coming back and this is the worst year for Tomlin and it happens you 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 can't be good all the time um you're there are some going to be some seasons where you're just terrible because of what they lost this is the first year without Ben Roethlisberger and because he he was a major part of their offensive system he leaves a because you know big Ben leaves a big void that needs to be filled. And that takes time to to reestablish and adjust. They have to figure out a new way of doing things. Um, and it is going to be tough. But this is where you stick with your team and this is where you're you're optimistic. And this is where this is where management makes makes their money because they're going to have to figure out ways to reestablish a uh a a, a system an identity for this team because when you have a legendary quarterback uh, like Ben Roethlisberger that leaves that retires you have to establish a new offensive identity so there that's and that takes time uh, to do and there aren't many Ben Roethlisberger's that are growing on trees so it's the quarterback position is one of the hardest positions to play in sports uh, because of all that's required of you. So with that being said, is is going to be tough for them to, um, you know, to to regain that that, uh, you know, that that put like offensive footing for a while. They can do it. I believe they can do it. Because um, Steelers, even it's like they don't stay terrible long. And they, I feel like the Steelers know how to draft well. But it, it's going to be rough <laughs> for a couple of years. So buckle up, Steelers fans. <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back with more recap. Hi, everybody. Damon here. And I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon versus Peter, moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life and his name changed by calling him to be Peter. Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today. Well, somehow the Vikings are four and one, <laughs> but they they beat the Bears in a uh, in a. What ended up being a pretty competitive game, Um, but I I had a feeling that the that the Vikings would edge them out, and they they needed to. I mean, it was a division matchup, but the Vikings are better than the Bears are uh, at the current moment. Bears are two and three, but it's they they haven't had any win that was dominant. you really can't say that for the Vikings either really. I mean, they their most dominant win was against the Packers, uh but they've been in dogfights since and then they had a lopsided loss against the Eagles, but um they they hung in with the Saints and they hung in with the Bears, and they hung in with the Lions, so um they're they're doing pretty okay for right and they have a chance uh to to beat Eight and one uh because they're gonna be they're gonna play the dolphins next, they're gonna play the cardinal, well, I don't know seven and two <laughs> they're gonna play the cardinals and they and they gotta play the commanders, so by the begin but i would say about about this time next month, they should be seven and two when they go on the road to play buffalo i mean their their schedule does um. They got to play Buffalo and and the Cowboys, so that'll probably be tougher than them. They got to play the Patriots and the Jets. They're, those four teams aren't going to go easy on them, um, but they're they they have a chance to to make the playoffs here. So it, it's not unrealistic for the Vikings to to come out uh, with a potential wild card opportunity, and you will see what happens, but. Again, I'm not saying that the Vikings are world beaters, but there is a clear path for them to make it to the playoffs. And it is because and the reason why that is, is because they they've t- they've taken care of business. And when you, whenever you do that, whenever you win those those like you, you come out um, like the first half, well, not the first half, the first quarter of the NFL uh season and you have a and you're 4-1 or a uh, 5-0 or something like that like or even 3-2 you you set yourself up well uh for the next for the next uh quarter of of uh of NFL action and if you have a schedule that that is light or against teams that, that are uh, that you can beat you actually have a good shot of really doing some damage so If the, if, if you're the Vikings, like the, the Vikings have really overachieved here. So the, the next, if they can win two out of the, um, the next four games, they'll, they'll really be setting themselves up. So I guess if they win two, uh, out of, out of the next four, they'll be like, uh, they'll be seven and three um but if they if they can win three of their next four then they're they're eight and they're eight and two and that's definitely playoff territory or at least setting yourself up pretty good so vikings they're they're in a good place uh can't say the same thing about the bears but um it, this is a good season for Minnesota, so the fans there should be happy. And uh, Kirk Cousins will probably uh, <laughs> start to get a little cocky and be like, "Oh, you like that? You like that?" You'll start to see that a little bit more. He'll get some confidence. Uh, so um, happy for the Vikings fans they they need some uh, they need a good season. Now uh, the Saints Saints were surprising. Taysom Hill went off. Against the Seahawks, dude had four touchdowns. <laughs> it was a Taysom Hill show, uh, and the Saints really needed that win so that they can keep pace uh, with what's going on in the NFC South. Uh, they they want to try and because they they do pose as an Achilles heel for the Buccaneers because they they do know how to play the Buccaneers well. If they if they continue to stay in the race they could potentially set themselves up to be a roadblock for Brady and the Bucs. Uh, but that was a good win. And, and, but it was hard fought. I mean, the Seahawks, they've, they've been aggressive. They've been fighting. Uh, they've been competitive. I didn't expect them to be competitive, but they're playing hard. So it was surprising to see how they've done. Um, now, the the tough part is that uh, I mean the the cool thing with this is that uh, Geno Smith is is really playing some good ball. Um, I mean he's this is the best he's ever looked. I'm gonna say ever looked. He's never looked this good. Dude had three TDs. Didn't have an interception. He, he he got had a pretty good day passing. um didn't make any any glaring errors, but it's just in the end the Saints did a little bit more uh than uh, you know than the Seahawks could to to take this one home, but 39-32 it was a pretty exciting game. They were going back and forth, battling it out and uh that's what the fans want to see. So, the if of Denver and Indianapolis was like that, then <laughs> He had a better rating, Um, but yes, but the Saints take that one. The Jets, the Jets beat up on Miami. I did not see this one coming. I still don't want to say the Jets are terrible. Like, I still want to say Jets are good, but they have a 3-2 record. So, and one of them is against my Browns, but... I mean they have a winning record in the NFL despite not seemingly looking like they have a lot of weapons. Uh Dolphins are reeling. They got a lot of guys hurt and um with the absence of Tua, then Tyreek Hill was was, uh, was hurt. Uh so it's Dolphins are are reeling. They're trying to recover. I I think they're they're trying to get Tua back into into um the swinging things. I don't think he'll play this week, but they did say that he's starting to throw, so we'll see what happens. Again, y'all know my position on the tour thing. I don't think he should be playing for the rest of the year. After what we saw, he he's he's. If I'm the GM, if I'm if I'm the coach, if I'm anybody that that has authority, he's not stepping foot on that football field. We're just gonna take the L this year. But we're going to come back and say, hey, we, you know, we, we we're going to have a stronger year. And maybe you, maybe you, um, you sell the players on that and they say, okay, uh, we just got to get out of this season healthy as, as much as we can. And we're going to look to look towards next year. But I would not put Tua back out there. But we'll see if they are going to put him out there. I'm, putting a lot of responsibility on his offensive line uh, because it's like, hey, you guys got to protect him. Nobody gets in the backfield. Nobody. I don't care who we're playing. You got to keep them away from the backfield because he can't take another hit. Um, And if you're if you're talking to two, you said, hey, one to two seconds, you get that ball out of there. Uh, don't don't let them get near you. If you gotta throw it away, throw it away. Be smart, but don't, no no uh no scrambling. None of that. Just get the ball out. Uh, we're we're you know we gonna run heavy, but we gotta protect you. That that's what I would do. Shotgun everything. <laughs> <laughs> shotgun everything um no no play action, none of that we we're doing we doing straight shotgun to at least give you some distance, give you some time uh and and I would even try to go to a to a two tight end set um because you you really need to protect him i mean it's 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 very important that he doesn't get hit again so. I would change up my whole offensive scheme and I would try to do to uh, to look towards setting up how the Patriots had things set up Uh, because they had they had that two that two tight end set plus the linemen. I mean, they they were protecting Brady, Um, but it just means that you really have to. Everybody has to do their job well, but that's a way to get people off of Tua. So but the Jets take this one easily. Forty to nothing. Forty to seventeen. Didn't see that one coming at all. Now the Bucks. I knew the Bucks were going to beat the Falcons, but I did not expect this to be such a tough game uh, for them. I mean, the Bucks. They're they're having issues blocking Brady too, Uh, and so um, I think they're they're. Especially on on his on his left side, so they're going to really have to figure that out because uh, he's he's like forty five years old. He can't take hits either. <laughs> so Brady gets the ball out faster, but even still, nobody should be getting that backfield, and they they have to shore that up. Uh, but the Falcons they scored fifteen points in the fourth quarter and they were looking to win it and then that that bogus rough in the passer call came um and everybody doesn't like it everybody's up in arms about it i think it's because they saw what happened with Tua uh when when he went down because that's how he got hurt and i think they're afraid they're they're afraid. So anything that seems like there's there's possibility to have something like that happen to another quarterback, um, especially Tom Brady, which is pretty much their their cash cow in the league, um, they they can't have that happen to Brady. So they're really going to crack down on probably tackles of that nature as well. I know they say, oh, it's you know, the league's getting softer and softer and softer, but at the same time, without stars, it, you're, it's hard to market the product, and people have to think about that. It's not always about um, oh, this soft, but there's millions and billions of dollars um, that are that are on the line that are invested, and so because it is such a a big business now. Um, They're trying, players are are assets, they're investments, and so they're trying to protect them because especially if, if you lose a guy like Brady, there goes pretty much your whole offensive system. And Brady's near impossible to replace. So, I mean, outside of that one, that one, that one, uh, season where they had Matt Castle and Castle did something great. He, you, those are anomaly type seasons. Um, just like Cooper Rush is having an anomaly type season uh, for Dallas uh, with Dak with Dak out of commission for for uh you know a short time. So those those don't happen often. So they're they're trying to protect their players. For better or for worse, I don't like the call, but from a football standpoint I don't like it because it's like that was clear not rough in the passer, just trying to tackle them. But from a business and could not, from an economic standpoint, I understand and and from a media scrutiny standpoint, I understand why they they called it as a penalty. Now the Titans and Commanders, this was a this was an ugly game. I don't think anybody wanted to watch it, but it was a it was there was definitely more activity in this game than there was in the Denver Colts game. Yes, we're gonna keep trolling them, uh, but <laughs> but the Titans pull it out. I mean Derrick Henry. It, you know, did did Derrick Henry things, but the Titans they play some really good defense late, and they're they starting to get on a little bit of a roll. They're they're um uh, they're they're on a they're on a winning streak. They're on a winning streak. <laughs> Shout out Police Academy too, I believe, uh, but yeah, they're 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 getting some momentum together, and they're they're really gonna need it, um, if they want to continue to to be a force in their division uh, in the AFC South. Uh, let's look at their, their next four games. They play Colts, Texans, then Chiefs Broncos. So for the Titans, they've got a little bit of momentum going for them. These next four games, I believe they can, they can win three out of four of these games. So they beat the Texans. They, they, they can beat the Colts they can beat the broncos uh, so i don't think they can beat the chiefs but the chiefs have also shown because the chiefs have lost to the colt's as well the chiefs have shown that if they're sloppy that that teams can get one up on them so the titans if if they if they win the next the next, like if they win three more games and they only lose the one they're looking at 6 and 3 which is pretty nice for the AFC South, so I, I think we we have a resurgence coming for the Titans. Um, now, if if they can sneak up and get the Chiefs, then they're seven and three. They're really looking good. Um, so, and then they start to face a little bit tougher of a schedule uh, because after the Broncos and they got to deal with the Packers, the Bengals, the Eagles. Uh, so that that's gonna be a, a A tough stretch of games uh, going forward there. But things are looking up for the Titans. And uh, I was I was concerned about the Titans because I'm like they they were playing lethargic and it didn't seem like they they were um, as physical as we're used to seeing. But they're they got some momentum together. The Commanders. This is just gonna be a, a, a not so good season. From I don't know why people don't like the name. I I get it. It's it's historic. It's DC. I don't. It's Commander in Chief. I don't. I don't get it. I, but I think people just they wanted a better name. And I just think that the uh, people are still mad. People would prefer that it was the Redskins. People don't. People are mad that that it had to change in the first place and for them to say, Oh, you know, okay, we're going to name the team, the commanders. They just, there, there were other names that they wanted. They probably wanted the red wolves. Um, but it's, it's hard to please everybody. I like commanders. It makes sense, but I'm on an Island, so it's okay. I I, I personally think they should probably do like a president, like if they could do like uh, <laughs> like George Washington on a boat or something like you know like with the sword pointing to it you know on the boat like you know it's kind of like a, a, a image of a of a commander in action uh, something like that or or you know uh, a a uh, a cannon some, something that denotes command um, then that that actually would would be cool so to me they if they have a better if they get somebody that's working on the logo I think it'll be cool but uh moving on (laughs) the Texans beat the Jaguars in a ugly game this is probably like if you it, it wasn't as bad as the uh the the Broncos and colts, but it's probably a candidate I mean they were competing it just it was an ugly game i the, for the jags they started out looking so good and now they've just fallen off and and if and they've kind of uh returned to their normal form, so I don't know if they were playing out of their heads, but yeah they just they totally fizzled and dissolved, and so now they're they're terrible again. Niners. Panthers. Niners were in control pretty much the whole game. Uh, Panthers really didn't uh have any answers for what San Francisco was trying to do. It was a very balanced game. And uh Jimmy Jimmy picked him apart. And uh Baker, he just he can't do it. Um I don't I I like there are, there are things that I like about Baker's game, but he can't complete those passes and he he's just he's not accurate he's underthrowing guys and you know he 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 connected for one pass that what that was a good touchdown that was like that was cool but it's like he can't he can't put together consecutive uh meaningful drives and, and continue to to move down to move the offense down the field he just he can't do that and with them firing the Panthers head coach, um, it just is is going to get worse for him. And I believe that this is, this year we've we've seen the last of Baker in a starting quarterback position until he proves otherwise. Because right now he's just looking like a serviceable backup. Now the Cowboys and the Panthers—they're—they're they're, they're doing a fire sale. Like there's, there's a lot of upheaval going on in Carolina. So um, it's—I think that they—they they played like they like they're gonna have a fire sale going on. There was no passion, there was no energy. Uh, they were—they were just there, and the Niners just picked them apart. Now the Cowboys. I thought this was gonna be a closer game. I've been doubting the Cowboys. I'm gonna admit it. I, I didn't think that the Cowboys were were uh gonna be this good. But they're the real deal. Cowboys are the real deal, especially that defense. Um, you know, you they they had their way with the Rams, and that is I think the the, the most troubling thing here is that the Super Bowl champs they we talk about a Super Bowl hangover for for the team that lost the Super Bowl, but we got a Super Bowl hangover for the hangover for the team that won the Super Bowl. Rams they haven't they haven't looked good all year so far, so it's for them to be two and three. It's shocking, but it's also understandable, and um, they're gonna have to. Have a come to Jesus meeting and and figure some stuff out because they can't compete with the with the stronger teams and it is glaringly obvious. Cowboys win by twelve here and uh, how about them Cowboys? They did they did pretty good. They're four and one. Uh, they've got a really they they had a really good first quarter of of the NFL season. And so let's let's see what their next four games are looking like. So that this game is going to be the 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 fun game on Sunday night football. Uh, the Eagle they're going to to, uh, to Philly to play the Eagles. Then they play the Lions and the Bears and the Packers. The way things are going, they could win. Three out of the the next four games, uh so they could be looking at seven and three or uh maybe even six and six and four. I know that uh that Packers game is probably gonna be tough um but because it's november where it when and when it gets into november um though though November and December are oftentimes where the Packers really um get focused cuz the weather gets colder you know you know they love to play in that cold weather and so um it may favor and they're going to be at Lambeau on November 13th so it may be um more of an advantage for uh Green Bay than it would be for for the the Cowboys so we'll keep an eye on that one but they're they have a pretty good start so far so we'll we'll see what Happens uh, coming up next. I I, I hear Stephen A.M. In, in the back of my head going, "Just wait, just wait." Oh, they looking good right now. Just wait, <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> I, you you know, every, you know that's what everybody's thinking. It's like we when the Cowboys are good, he, he's in the back of your right? Just that chuckle. Just just wait. You know, they they get your hopes up, and then bam, that they, they get you every time. So, um, but the Cowboys. They 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 look good, especially defensively. Cooper Rush is is is, uh, managing things well. So um, if if and when Dak does come back, uh, that he'll be able to to take over and and keep the momentum going. At least you hope so. But things things are looking pretty good with Cooper Rush. Dak was kind of he didn't look necessarily all that great, but Cooper. Cooper is doing a good job. So they, they really need to, uh, to to throw Cooper a mini parade when he goes back to backup duty. They, they really do need to treat him well. If I'm Jerry Jones, folks, if they if they start calling about Cooper Rush, I'm hanging up the phone. You know we need Cooper Rush, uh. You know that that's it. That's if you're if you're Jerry Jones, you're you're telling your uh your GM and, and what well, he is the GM, but you're telling everybody, hey, there's we're not getting rid of Cooper because if that goes down again, at least you know you have somebody who has proven that he can that that he he's not necessarily gonna be. Gonna be Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers or something like that, but he'll he'll run the offense to where the offense won't beat themselves. So go Cowboys! <laughs> now the Eagles, Eagles are doing great too. They're they're the only undefeated team in the league, and they they outlasted the Cardinals. This was a a pretty uh pretty pretty hotly contested game 20 to 17 good win for the Eagles, a uh, tough loss for the Cards because they're starting to lose. It's, it's like they're, I don't know what to say they're losing momentum, but they didn't do themselves any favors by losing this game, uh, especially in the division that they have with the Rams, with the 49ers, um, you know, so they, they really have to and the Seahawks. So they, they have to get the, get it together. Uh because they're they're inconsistent. It's like, yeah, Kyler got his money, but now that you got that money, y'all can't be sitting at two and three. Because now that's going to make the front office uh you know well, actually I don't want to say the front office, maybe front office, but it's gonna make the fans start to be upset about and then why did we pay this dude this money? Because now, you know, because it's not it's not reflective with our record, so. But at the same time, you do have one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Sometimes it's just not your year. But if you were to lose Kyler Murray, who you what you gonna do? Who you gonna replace him with? So, um, you kind of in a in a rock and a hard place kind of situation. Um, now the Ravens. Ravens Bengals game this game was so good, and uh, of course tucker he 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 uh won the game for Baltimore, but the Bengals had chances to win this too, and they just they just couldn't do it um but the Ravens they're just they're tougher, they're a little bit tougher, and they 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 got it done um now, the Monday Night football game chiefs Raiders tough loss for the Raiders to lose by one um uh, to the chiefs, but the Chiefs again, they're four and one. And they're a extremely difficult team to beat. Um, and uh, Devontae Adams, he he's in trouble because he he knocked over a a a, a Camber person, and now that Camber person has pressed charges and said so they have a concussion. So there's some issues going on there for, with them. Uh, there's always something with the Raiders. It is always something with those. I, sometimes names can can be problematic so <laughs> what those raiders those those raiders have definitely been rating, um a lot of a lot of discipline issues a lot of of uh, things going on sometimes more and more often than not off the field lately uh, the past two years uh, that have affected them on the field and so they they really have to to if I'm the coaching staff, I'm talking to the players hard. Like we got to put a stop to this. We, we need a active team on the field. We can't have off the field things going on um, because we need, we need all the wins we can get, especially with the division that we're in. So the, the, those Raider players, they're, they're hurting themselves. And so when we come back, we'll do some picks. Looking for a one stop shop for music, movies, and television? Then look no further than Music Time. Music Time is a 24 7 live TV and streaming network. They are a platform uh, that also features live music concerts as well as a, a growing movie archive. The TV network features movies, reality TV shows, hip hop, news, documentaries, and more. And so what you want to do is check them out because they're a revolutionary streaming service that really tries to reach out to the global media community. They're only going to get better. They're only going to keep growing. They're going to continue to increase content. So they've just started out. Their kickoff was the fall of this year. So join in, sign up and be a part of one of the biggest growing platforms on the planet. Music time want to sign up go to www.ppvmuzyctyme.com it's time for music thursday night football So, the Commanders, they're going into Chicago to play the Bears. We're going to to do some Week 6 picks. I'm going with the Bears on this one. Uh, I think uh, it's not necessarily going to be a pretty game, probably, um, but... I just have a hunch that the Bears will will uh, will will show out at Soldier Field and they'll do enough to win the game. Uh, I I really don't have much uh, faith in the Commanders to do anything, and so I, I just think the Bears are uh, slightly better. Uh, hopefully, this is an opportunity for Justin Fields to get some confidence and, and to to really show. Show the football community what he can do. So looking for the Bears to win this one. Niners in Atlanta in a town to play the Falcons going 49ers here um, is going to be is going to be a game because Atlanta they can score. Um, it's always a question of their defense. But uh they, they're gonna put points up on the board. And the Niners will too. Uh, but I, I have I give an itch to the Niners because I believe that they're the better team. But anything can happen. Falcons have been in these games, so um we'll we'll see how they come out. Um but yeah, I'm going Niners. Patriots coming to Cleveland to play the Browns. I am going to pick. Hmm. You know I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my Browns, and I'm going with my Browns because I believe that they can beat the Patriots. I really do, um, but they're going to have to play a lot better on the defensive end. It is defense that is our problem, uh, because not many teams can handle our running game. So we're we're doing really good in that department. And again, Brissette he. He 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 doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He just makes them oftentimes at the at when you need him to make a play. That's when he crumbles. But I think Brissette will be able to, to uh, manage things properly. He'll, he'll be able to play. He's playing against his old coach. Um, but this is a game that the Browns need to win, especially considering what they have to face going forward. So they need this game. So I'm going Browns. This is a must win for them. Jets Packers, you know, as much as I want to say the Packers should win this one, the Jets, they're they're frisky, they they fight, and the Packers haven't necessarily, even though they won, they they are they three and two, um, but they lost to the Giants in a game that I I was surprised because I picked them to beat the Giants, but um there for them to lose to the giants means that there's some issues going on with them as a team. Uh so as much as I want to uh to say that we'll do we'll go with the uh, with the uh with the Packers. I'm going to go with the Jets. I just you know, we'll see what happens. I could definitely be wrong, but I'm concerned I'm concerned about the Packers, uh, so it, both teams are three and two. It'll be it'll be a fun game, uh, but yeah, I'm gonna it, it Lambo, but uh, I'm gonna go Jets. We'll see what happens. I could definitely be wrong here. Another ugly game. Jags Colts. Yuck. It Lucas Oil um, at the Los. I don't know who to pick for this game. <laughs> because both teams aren't necessarily fun to watch um but you know I'm going to go jags I I'll go jags I think somebody's got to win this game um I, I think the uh the Colts they're they're really shaky um jags are shaky too but I feel like this would be a good game for the Jags to kind of like right the ship a little bit because they free they free falling, um, but yeah, I'm I'm going Jags here in the AFC South matchup. Vikings Dolphins ooh at in Miami. I'm going Vikings. Uh, Vikings are on a roll. Uh, this is a game that they can win. Uh, Dolphins are hobbled. Uh, they have got a lot of injuries to deal with, and um, I just think that the Vikings are. Are uh, th- this is one of their better years and and so they um they they should be able to, to to beat the Dolphins, Bengals going up against the Saints at the Superdome. I like the Bengals here, um, I, but the Saints they aren't pushovers, uh, especially if you got Taysom Hill doing doing what he did uh, to the Seahawks. But it it'll be interesting to see. I I like the Bengals in this matchup. I think Burrow um, has a day, um, but it is probably going to be a shootout. Now, though, this will be this will be a really good one. The Ravens at MetLife to play the Giants. Um, both teams are 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 pretty good. Um, I. I want to see how the Giants handle Lamar Jackson. Um, if they can handle Lamar Jackson, if they can keep him in check, and if they can actually do some damage to this Ravens defense with their offense, then I might start to consider that the Giants are good. I still don't buy it. I, I don't buy it. I, I, I don't want to say that they're good. It feels like they've gotten lucky. Um Saquon is the truth. Saquon Saquon's having a really good year. Um, but outside of that, I just I I, I it's hard to buy it. So <laughs> I'm gonna go Ravens, but we'll see what happens. Buck Steelers. You know, if Big Ben was here, this would be a much more entertaining game. Even even broken down Big Ben, he, he would make this interesting. Um, but with him not there, especially with this suspect Buccaneers defense, that's why I'm thinking he would make it interesting. Um, but if they would block for him enough to for to where he would be able to throw the ball, but with, with the Steelers as they are now, I don't think they they'll be able to to uh, match up well uh, with the Buccaneers, and I think this is a, a easy money for Tom Brady unless their defense decides that they don't wanna that they don't want to guard any like, you know, guard anybody and just let let receivers run free. Um or if the the offensive line decides, we're not blocking time ready today. Uh, so to me the the only reason why the Steelers win this game <clears throat> is because the Buccaneers beat themselves. So going Bucks here. Panthers, Rams. If the Rams lose to the Panthers, there is there's already there's there's already um red flag showing, but if they lose to the Panthers, then we gotta start sounding some alarms. So this is a game that the Rams need to win. They're gonna be at home in SoFi. They gotta take care of business, they gotta beat the Panthers. If they if they lose to the Panthers, they're really in trouble. Card Seahawks NFC West showdown at Lumen Field in Seattle. Got the twelfth man is gonna be going crazy. Uh, man. I feel like these two these two teams are kind of evenly matched. Um but I'm gonna go Cardinals. And the reason why I'm gonna go Cardinals is again, if you have Kyler Murray and you pay him that money, you should be he should be able to beat the the Seahawks. Yes, the Seahawks are are slightly surprising, but Kyler should be able to beat them. If he's, if he's truly that guy, you ask for the money, you got the bag. Now you got to show, now you got to prove it. Now you got to go ahead and take care of business, handle business and play ball. Um, You got to beat the Seahawks. They're, they're not a terrible team, but they're not, they're middle of the road. Uh, so this is a team that the Cardinals should be able to beat, especially if the Cardinals aspire to be one of the better teams and, and make the playoffs. So to beat the got God beat the Seahawks, Bills, Chiefs, marquee matchup, and we'll probably and, and we'll we'll probably see this one in the playoffs again because we know both teams are going to the playoffs. Both teams are four and one. They're they're going to see each other again. Uh, we we will never forget the showdown that they had to where uh, they, they were beating the Chiefs, but they couldn't hold the Chiefs for 12 seconds and the Chiefs end up winning that game. I don't think Josh Allen will ever uh, forget that game or live it down. Um, but if I was to say who would win, go on Buffalo. I think Buffalo has to win this game. Um, the Chiefs. They're they're still they're still good, but they're not as strong as they used to be. Um, and losing Tyreek really kind of um, opened up some some. It, it made them weaker uh, on offense, at least. And so, if they get down, I don't think it's is easy for them now to be able to uh, to to close the gap because when they got down before, it's like oh, we got Tyreek, and so. And he's extremely hard to cover. And Mahomes is a good quarterback and can find him. But now Mahomes gotta work a little bit harder. And so the Chiefs have to make sure that they that they don't get behind. So even though they were behind in the last game against the Raiders, but with my uh my rebuttal to that would be, well, it's the Raiders. <laughs> you know, the, the Raiders are one in four. But the Bills are are not the Raiders. So the the Bills have quick strike ability. The Bills have um they, they can put up uh you know points uh prolific prolifically just like the Chiefs can. So but into this in this matchup I'm going to go Buffalo. I think that it's a shootout, but I think the Buffalo edges them. And quite frankly, if Buffalo says if Buffalo's the favorite to to go to the Super the Super Bowl, they have to prove it against the Chiefs. Uh, if you if you're that team, you gotta beat the team that's in your way, and the Chiefs are the team that's in their way. Cowboys Eagles on Sunday night football on NBC down 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 down, down, down. in Philly. Cowboys, Eagles, 4-1 versus 5-0. Oh. Will the Eagles keep winning or will Cowboys make that O oh go So this is a tough one to call. Uh, it's an it's a NFC East rivalry game showdown. Uh, Primetime spotlight, just like what the Cowboys like. Eagles are built for it. Uh, in, since recent in in recent history, uh, so it's it's gonna be a fun matchup. Um, I wish that uh th- this is a this is a game where I wish they could get Al Michaels back, uh, from <laughs> from Amazon <laughs> for this game, so him and Collinsworth could chop it up. I like Tariko. Tariko's cool, but man, it's just is 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 nothing like the team of Michaels and Collinsworth. So, um, that that's that that's a little that's a little bit of a bummer but at the same time with the game going to go Cowboys uh the Eagles they've been they're 5 and 0 and they and, and they've been uh they've been able to put enough to put up enough points to outlast teams but they haven't been shutting teams down now they're going to play one of the better defenses in the league in the Cowboys, so I'm, I'm, I, I'm not as confident that Jalen Hurts can can deal with what the Cowboys are gonna throw at him, uh, like he's been able to deal with some of these other teams that are a little bit more uh, offensively focused because their defense isn't necessarily that great. Uh, but now they're playing the Cowboys. Is 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 going to be a little tougher for them to score uh and um but it's it's going to be an important game especially in this division uh both both teams want to make sure that they're that they hold on to some footing because again the giants are right there too so it's it's a foot race in the NFC uh East between the Cowboys Eagles and uh the giants i mean the commanders nobody's thinking about them <laughs> they they're getting dusted but with those three teams it's a foot race and um again you know it's it's about jockeying for position so i think the cowboys get the eagles on sunday night now monday night football how does the how do the Broncos keep getting Monday night like primetime games they got Thursday they get Monday they they just they keep getting under those bright lights of the night um this time they're going to be at SoFi cuz the Chargers and the Rams they share SoFi and um just like the Jets and the and the uh, the, the Giants do um but it's going to be. I think this one is going to be a little bit more action-packed, mainly because the Chargers have a a offense that is a, that is a little bit more active. If they beat my Browns. They should. Have, they, my Browns should have beat them, but it was a high-scoring affair. The Chargers can put up points, and if the if uh if the Broncos can't stop the Chargers from putting up points. This is going to be a blowout for the Chargers, and so it, it's an AFC West showdown. I'm calling it for the Chargers. I don't think the Broncos, offensively, are gelling well. Um, they they have offensive line issues. I think I, I think Russ is trying to. Um, it, I think the reason why Russ isn't doesn't seem like Russ. It could be, you know, that he's lost a step, but I also think that maybe he's trying to play in the system that the coach is is trying to do. I've given it a little bit more thought, um, but I also think it, it's 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 the system. He's he's trying to he's trying to to operate based on what uh, what Hackett is calling, and it's probably just not working. But <laughs> they've got a lot of offensive uh, issues to hash out. But if they get down early against the Chargers. They're not coming back. I don't think Russ can work his magic with this offense yet um, to be able to 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 overcome a deficit if, if the Chargers put it on them early. So this one should be a little bit more exciting, actually a lot more exciting uh, than Colts uh, Broncos, but they're uh they they're gonna have their hands full. So. Two and three versus three and two, going Chargers. And that is week six in the NFL. All right. And so uh, now it's assorted take time. We got some boxing that's coming up. Uh, so, we we got Clarissa Shields, uh, going up against uh, against uh, Savannah Marshall. Uh, this is a you know women's match. is gonna be interesting. I think people are gonna have their eyes on it because uh, she's going up against a woman that that beat her uh, early in her career. Uh, as you know, she is uh, Savannah Marshall beat. Clarissa. So, um Clarissa's looking for a little bit of payback on this one and they're they're fighting for a pretty cool uh London title with the queen on it like they, 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 that's going to be fun uh fun to watch. And then um and, and I feel like this is probably one of the bigger the bigger money fights uh for the women because people people care about this about this matchup, and, and it's, it's I feel like it's been built up well. Um I don't know I don't know enough about Marshall, but my guess is if she if she, because she's a champion too, and so she's if she's beaten Shields before, then she may know. You know she she may know some secrets or because there's been so much time between um you know and there's been such a separation between the women it could be something where the the shields that she fought back then maybe was just a little raw maybe not uh as polished and so she was able to edge something out um but with this shields i think it's gonna be a lot tougher and then we also got uh uh, Alicia Bumgardner and um, uh, Makila uh, Mayer going at it I like Bumgarner I feel like Bumgarner has some has some spunk she's got some fight to her uh, so it, it'll be interesting an interesting card and so I'm I'm not really big on ladies uh, in the fight game um, but it's just I mean the, these women have worked hard and and it'll be it'll be fun to see who comes out on top. Now, boxing wise uh, for the men, Deontay Wilder, he he's he's going to be fighting and um, it'll be interesting to see how he comes out, um, because the last time we saw Wilder, he was he was taken down um, on he was taken down by Tyson Fury. That was the last time we saw him and he he didn't look like he was like he just he looked solved as a boxer and he's only got a couple years left he he only wants to box until he's 40 which is smart um because you know there it, it's it's not a sport where you should be in the ring long term he got in late um but he had really good success he he's going to go down as one of as as one of the great uh heavyweight boxers um because of his knockout power um but yeah he's got it going to be fun to see to see what he looks like in the ring uh he's not finding anybody uh anybody notable but is it it'll be good for him to step back in the ring and and, and see what 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 he's got. And to see if he's picked up some new skills. Because the the problem with Wilder is is like if all he has is is the knockout power um but he doesn't have he, he hasn't sharpened his skills to be able to set those 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 power punches up, then all you gotta do is just dodge those big swings. <laughs> and and if you have any boxing sense, you can tag him while he's trying to load up. Because he doesn't throw Many punches, matter of fact, in the, in the early rounds, he's kind of just loading up, taking things slow and building up. But if you can if you can keep on him and, and use some boxing sense, I think that you can you can take him down. But um, if he's upped his repertoire and and found and got a little bit more boxing sense to where he can he can use the jab and he can he can go to the body and he can he can. He has better footwork, and he's not just being one-dimensional from a slugger standpoint. Then I think that's where he could be dangerous for uh, a lot of fighters because they'll 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 be so concerned about the power punch that they'll be hesitant to to really let their hands fly, especially if he's. If he catches him, because I feel like he can, he can, um, because of his destructive power. If he catches someone with a counter, is lights out. But yeah, and speaking of of lights out, the Fury Joshua matches off, <laughs> and it's a bummer. I was I was excited for it. I wanted to see it, um, but for some reason, Joshua's like, nope. <laughs> Not gonna be able to do it, and so now there there's talk of of uh, Fury uh, fighting uh, Chisora on um, on December third, and nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see him him fight d- this dude. Um, you know, Derek. I mean, he had his time. I don't. I don't think that uh, that he's he's a top of the mountain type of fighter. Uh, so. Uh, I think this would be easy work for Fury um, since that's going to be finalized. They say it's a trilogy, but I mean, (laughs) I I think it's a foregone conclusion that Fury is going to win that match. So not much there. And um, but that that's pretty much boxing. I, I like that that boxing is is uh, is exciting on, on a lot of different facets and levels, so that, that'll be fun. Um, NBA is still in preseason, but preseason is coming to an end, and we're going to get ready to start the, the regular season probably sometime either next week uh, or the week after that, and so um, it, it's going to be fun to see how this season comes out because there's a lot of storylines that you can, that you can talk about. We got Kawhi Leonard back, Brooklyn's back. We get, we get to see Ben. We're seeing Ben Simmons in in preseason action. We're seeing the Lakers. We're seeing all these, all these different teams. So it'll be fun. Um, Now my, uh, my, my guardians, even though I don't watch a lot of baseball, (laughs) um, but uh I I I love my my Cleveland, my Cleveland Guardians. Uh they the New York is leading uh one game to nothing uh in the ALCS uh right now in that playoff matchup. But I'm happy for the Guardians because the Guardians everybody was, was uh was ragging on them, like, oh that name is terrible. But I mean they they've guarded the 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 land pretty well. Um, and they had a really good season. Every time I was looking up, I was checking the scores, and I was like, "Oh, we won again! Oh, we won again! Oh, we won again! Okay, all right, we doing it." So, hats off to the Cleveland Guardians. Um, I, I think they can, uh, you know, they just got to get their heads together, and they can be able to, and they can uh, take it to the Yankees. But I mean, with Aaron Judge on the team, it's tough. Um, they they've got a long hill to climb. And uh when you, whenever the Yankees are in the playoffs, it's always good for baseball. Um, but it's I think they're always a tough team to play in the playoffs. So um we'll we'll be we'll be watching that one. I'm proud of but I'm proud of the Guardians for being able to make it there. And um but in terms of baseball I like baseball. It's just I don't care about it in a regular season <laughs> because there's so many games. But you know what what I what I told myself I'm going to do is okay, I'm like next year, well, well the next season, I'm going to to uh to to try and follow it a little better and and uh be able to get an understanding of of who's good and and and, and who's not and and follow it from from start to finish so I can um so so i can I can kind of increase my 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 uh my knowledge of baseball but also uh get back into like being happy for a baseball and like be you know being a being a fan of baseball I like baseball um i think it's really well done in the movies <laughs> baseball is a great movie sport um but it's just. I just haven't been excited about um, the 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 uh, the regular season, but you know I'm going to give it another go. And and when I do DLS Central, y'all y'all will hear uh, my uh, the the fruits of my labor in in really trying to get into baseball. And uh, lastly, my Ohio State Buckeyes—they're looking pretty good. Uh, I'm nervous though because it's just because they're playing good. But Michigan's good too, and I'm happy that Michigan is doing good. But it just means that it's going to be a game, um, and and so the the game the game when whenever both Michigan and Ohio State are good, then the game not only becomes something about bragging rights about who's the better who who's the stronger team, and and you know who's the champion, but um but it's also going to be pivotal because um I think it's gonna decide who gets into the who who gets into the playoffs uh because there there's a lot on the line uh with with this matchup so and it can it's all it can always go either way even if even if one team is terrible and the other team isn't they when when whenever they get together it's always nip and tuck it's it's always uh fascinating to watch and yeah it, it it happens where one team pulls away from the other um but as an ohio state fan i'm nervous because it's when well, we are good and the wolverines are good Sometimes the Wolverines find a way to to edge us out, so uh, I, I hope that they can keep that that they can keep their same energy and the same dominant energy. And uh, I'm always nervous because we can be the best in the Big Ten, but then when we go up against the SEC or the pac or the Pac twelve things of that nature or the ACC. For some reason that's where we start to like when we get into other conferences, especially conferences with warmer weather, that's where we we struggle. Um, you know, we we struggle with with you know the big 12s and all that, uh, because we can't deal with that speed that they have. Um and that's what I'm always nervous about about so uh let let's see what those bucks do go bucks and uh we're we're getting close towards the game between uh between ohio state and, and michigan it's gonna be fun to watch and, and again stakes are gonna be high all right that's DLS central for today God bless y'all catch you again next week thanks for listening Hey everybody, Damon here. I've written many books, and one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way, but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site pick it up read it to your little ones teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way